ladies and gentlemen, I am Tony Chimmel, and welcome to Road Trip After Hours. Please welcome your host, Mac Davis, and WWE Hall of Famer, Teddy Long. Holler! Mac Davis, live here in the Boom Boom Room. And with me right now is also WWE Hall of Famer, Teddy Long. Hey, Teddy. <laughs> hey, what's going on, player? You know, I just want to let everybody know that I had a, I had the opportunity to visit the Boom Boom Room. <laughs> and I tell you, once I went to the Boom Boom Room, I wasn't able to do nothing else. I had to call Uber. I couldn't even <laughs> drive my car home. So if everybody interested in what the Boom Boom Room is all about, the Boom Boom Room is just what it is. Boom Boom. All right? Boom Boom, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Teddy, what did you do over the weekend? Anything since we saw? Uh, no, man. Uh, you know, the weather was kind of cold here, so I really didn't get out and do anything. And, uh, New Year's, um, I went to, I, I did like I do every year. I opened up my New Year's with uh, in the gym, so that's where I was. I saw so, you uh, actually, uh, you were online, you actually filmed from the gym, sweating like a pig and telling everybody, I'm here. <laughs> yeah, I'm here. I was like, I was about 40, about 40, 45 minutes into that cardio when I started <laughs> doing that video. And you're not so, even breathing uh, heavy. No, man. I Well, like I said, I've done this so long to my body's adjusted to it. And so yep. if I don't do an hour, a new, I don't I don't feel right. And so I don't listen to my mind. The mind has a lot to do with it, too. The mind will tell you, well, you're kind of tired today. Why don't you take a yep. break? So I just tell my mind, uh, why don't you just take two steps back and go f yourself? And, I'm <laughs> <do this> <laughs> and, I, and I said, so leave me alone. I'm going to do this cardio. <laughs> <laughs> and I got that from JBL. That was one of his favorite scenes. <laughs> I got to be honest, Teddy. I went to the gym. I, I did go back. I went back yesterday. I went in there. Oh, and, congratulations, uh, man. We yep. got to we got to put some crowd noise in there. Then. Yeah, I got to get some more. You know, my arms aren't quite the same anymore because I kind of took time off. So, you know. Yeah. Well, don't worry about it. Let's get some crowd noise. I need crowd noise for you being going back to the gym. I, I should <laughs> give applause. <laughs> I'll add that in. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you should. <laughs> Look here, I, I was telling you this uh, a couple of days ago. We didn't get to cover this on our Sports Keto Show, um, mm -hmm. which, by the way, let me mention this before we even get underway. Sports Keto, our show one-on-one -on -one in Sports Keto, there's some things happening there. If you need to find out, we ask you to join us on Sports Keto. It's <laughs> WrestleBinge at Sports Keto. You'll find one-on-one, -on -one, and our show drops. Uh, actually, when this show, when you're watching this, the show has already dropped. Uh, just make sure to go check it out, and we'll give you all the details about one-on-one, -on -one, as it is probably our last show. But there's a reason for that, so check it out. Teddy, Vince well, Russo. I want to I I make it clear, too, though. I don't want them to think that we're not going to be on Sports Keto anymore. Not, it's nope. not our last show in that aspect. Is that we're changing the names. Yeah. This will be the last maybe one-on-one. -on -one. Yes, the last one-on-one. -on -one. Because there's some big surprises coming down the, uh, the pipe here. So you just got to hang in there with us. Right. Well, I, that's why I want them to think. Don't think we're gone. We're not no. gone. We, <laughs> yeah, we just ain't going to be one-on-one <laughs> -on -one no more. So we got a big surprise for you. That's right. And, and we got a busy week, too, Teddy. We got a podcast that we're guesting on uh, later this week uh, that we'll be doing. Um, and I wish I had the name, and I don't have the name in front of me. But uh, we'll be doing that. We'll tell you more about that as it comes along. Vince Russo thinks the first match and opponent for CM Punk should be. Who do you think? Who would you Brother. put CM Punk with? Let me ask you that. If CM Punk went back to WWE, who are you going to put him with? Who are some names uh, Nick, you think? 
Well, I, the guy that I like to put him with is the same guy I'd like to see with Roman Reigns is Nick Aldis. And I know Nick Aldis is not there, but I'd really like to see, you know, Nick Aldis get a break, man. This is, he's a great talent, you know what I mean? All I think he just needs is that big break. And I think him and CM Punk would be the key. And he is a free agent. As of January 2nd, Nick Aldis is a free agent now. Yeah, well, you know, I hope somebody, you know, takes a look at Nick, man, and, and, and give him that break because he certainly would deserve it. Yes. And he proved himself with the 10 pounds of gold for the NWA. He carried that belt around and he made it he made it relevant again, which is very hard to do for a promotion that pretty much died away. Well, that's what I'm saying about the guy. Look what he did there. Yes. And if you say if he's in a major company and they did, you know, push him the right way, God to tell him what he could do. Now, Nick Aldis was not uh, the choice for Vince Russo, though. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure he was. <laughs> Let me. I, I want to tell you who he who he said, and I don't understand this. Maybe our our viewers and listeners will understand, but I don't. The name he threw out there that would be perfect for CM Punk, X Pac. <laughs> I, I swear, Teddy. I read that and I was like, hold on for a minute. Does anybody really want to see X Pac in CM Punk? Well, you know, when I laugh about it, I don't mean, I mean no disrespect to X-Pac. Great guy. I mean, a hell of a talent in the ring. Yeah. But you know what I mean? I'm thinking, you know, myself, and I don't know X-Pac. I, I can't read his mind, but I think he's probably in a position that myself and a lot of other guys are in. You don't want to come back taking no bumps. You know, yeah. the man is trying to want to live the rest of his life and enjoy, you know, enjoy the meat grease. And, you know, if WWE brings him back for something every now and then, that's, that's fine. But, you know, to step back in to go through all this again, you know what I mean? I mean, you never know, you know, never say never, but nothing wrong with X-Pac, but, you know, who are we talking about? You know, Vince Russo. Yeah, but I just don't see the connection between CM Punk and X-Pac. I don't. I, I never thought to myself at any point, hey, I'd like to see these two guys go at it. Never well, have I thought that. Well, I tell you what, it's different. That's way different. <laughs> Let me ask you, who would you like to see come in the Royal Rumble? Any surprise entrance you'd like to see pop in? Uh, Booker T. Uh, that's a good one, actually. And he just made a return in his own promotion, uh, Reality of Wrestling, I think uh, last week or two weeks ago. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. But yeah, I'd like, I think Booker would be a great asset to the Royal Rumble. I'd like to see him come in. And we know that uh, Bushwhacker Luke, uh, he's trying to get himself back in. There's actually a petition going around now for Bushwhacker Luke. Uh, if you see it online, you sign it, they're trying to get it in there so he can get in to the Royal Rumble. I don't know how that petition works. <laughs> Look, I, I, it wants that you could get a million names on there, and if they don't want him, they don't want him. Uh, that's just how <laughs> exactly. it is. Uh, exactly. But I do hope that Bushwhacker Luke gets in, though. I, he is such a nice guy. He has always been kind and friendly with me whenever I've seen him. Uh, he actually went out of his way in Texas and Dallas when we were there for WrestleMania. Uh, he grabbed Kerry Silken from ROH, and he wanted to make sure that I met him and, and talked to him. I don't think Kerry knew where he was at the time, but it was a good conversation nonetheless. <laughs> so, yeah, well. Yeah, I, I think that uh, those are a couple of names I'd like to see. I didn't even think about uh, Booker T. And Booker is phenomenal. He's, he's fun to watch, and he's entertaining. Yes, he is. That's what makes it for me. Let's see, what else do we have? Bully Ray, uh, Teddy has uh, commented on Charlotte Flair, saying that he thinks Charlotte has gone through as many women on that roster as she possibly can. She can't get better facing any of the other women on that roster, and he thinks it's time. She starts to face men. Well, I mean, that's, you know, that's his opinion. You know what I mean? Charlotte Flair, great, great wrestler. Um, 
you know, I, I mean, I heard rumors that, you know, Vince wasn't too high on the uh, girl and uh, men, the inner gender, you know, wrestling. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, well, you know, my Vince being not there now, you know, you never know what may happen. But uh, I mean, all they got to do is just bring in the right girls for her to work with. You know, she ain't got to go through no men. They got some girls out there that can go. I mean, that can work their ass off. So I think that if they want to do something, just take their time, look around and look at some of these girls that they got out on these indie shows. A lot of these girls are great, man. So I think that's what probably a lot of the companies need to do is scout some of the indies and take a look at some of the talent on these indie shows. Because some of those people on these indie shows, man, could certainly, in my opinion, you know, and I guess that don't mean much to them, but I think they could certainly make it. So, you know, I mean, if Charlotte wants to wrestle me and I'm sure she got no problem with that. But I think there's a lot of other great women out there that can step into the ring and be good competition for her. Doesn't that bring uh, trouble for her down the line if she did wrestle uh, men? I mean, because there's only so many men she could wrestle. Uh, and there's only so many times I think fans would want to see that uh, well, before she burns out. And then where would she go? Well, I think the only thing that would be is just a short term. You know what I mean? Maybe she did match with a couple of guys, you know what I mean? And then maybe some girl comes out that's really tough and, and, and challenges her. You know, that's a girl I know right now, then it's Savannah Evans, you know, that's been around for a long time, man. She's a great, great worker, you know what I mean? And, I, you know, I wish it was possible that she could get a good break and get in there. Teddy, I, you know, one of the names that he brought up was Randy Orton. I do see Randy Orton and Charlotte Flair as a, maybe a potentially really good match. Uh, and I agree with that, but I just don't know that long-term that it does anybody any good. Well, it's not going to be, that wouldn't be long-term. That, that, you ain't going to run with that. That's just a hit, a hit and miss. You know what I mean? No long-term in that because, I mean, it may draw you some money at the beginning. But like you say, as, as time goes on, that's going to get kind of stale. Bitching and moaning. Teddy, for the last few weeks, we have talked about people talking about other people. It seems like every time I go to the uh, website to find out the latest news, somebody's bitching about somebody else. And two of the biggest names that I always seem to hear out there bitching is Ric Flair and Bret Hart. And sometimes, I guess, you know, some guys, when things don't go their way, you know, they have a hard on for the business. Uh, I certainly respect Bret Hart. You know, I've, I've always, whenever I see him, I always make sure I go over and talk to him. He's always been nice to me. But, you know, Bret, you know, with what happened with him with, uh, you know, with the fast count and that's, yeah. that's uh, the Montreal screw job, you know, that's something you'll never forget, <laughs> you know. So, you know, maybe, you know, that's just... You know, maybe still in the back of Brett's head, you know, maybe he still ain't, you know, maybe got over that. I don't know. But like I said, I don't, I don't recall Brett being, you know, being a hard ass about the business. I don't recall him. I haven't seen anything where he's been saying stuff about the business and Flair. Haven't heard him any, say anything because I don't watch anything he says anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, Brett just seems to really uh, get upset quite a bit with Goldberg. He's constantly complaining that Goldberg was dangerous and he ruined his career and put him out of business. Um, he has a lot of things like that he'll he'll say. And he gets kind of mean and it's like, damn, Brett, just be quiet. You know, hey, look, you know. Well, you well, sometimes, you know, you, you know, you take Goldberg, another great guy. You know what I mean? Sometimes when you step into the ring with a guy like Bret Hart, you have to show some kind of appreciation. Oh, yeah. You have to understand who you're in that ring with, man. You're in it now. I, you know, he would be called he would be called a goat. But brother, you're stepping into the ring with Bret Hart, so you don't run your mouth, you listen. Okay, Bret will get tell you everything needs to be done there. So I don't know whether that was the case or not, but you know what I mean? Some guys, you know, they just don't realize who they're in the ring with sometimes. 
Let's talk about some of these people who are, uh, you know, bitching and moaning out there. It seems like Flair, uh, Kurt Angle, Jeff and Karen Jarrett, Eric Bischoff, Vince Russo, all these people that seem to be up under Conrad's umbrella are the ones bitching and moaning with one another. I'm starting to think, Teddy, and maybe it's just me, but I'm starting to think all of this is a work that a lot of these people who are, are yelling and going at each other on these websites is to produce views for their websites, and I don't think it's real. Well, that you, you know, we never know. In this business, you know what I mean? You, you, you know, there's always a work somewhere. So, like I said, if, 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 if augering and bitching or get your numbers, then that's what these guys will do. And a lot of people follow that. You know, they love arguments and controversy. You know, they want to say, well, I heard him say this. Let's see, let's see what the other guy's going to say. So, you know, that draws a lot of attention. But to me, it's just a bunch of drama. So I don't listen to these guys when they're going through all this mess. You know, I just try to stay away from them. Maybe we need to start our own drama, Teddy. We'll, we'll find somebody and start bitching and moaning about them nonstop until they respond. So. No, I, I, I don't. I don't want to bitch and moan. I just want us to have a great show and be yes. entertaining everybody, and let's be smiling and be happy. All those guys that are bitching, I don't even want them on our show. We don't, I don't even want to talk to them. Yep. You know, it's funny because I did get a letter from somebody who was asking why we were always in a good mood. That's what this that's that's what what show is about. about. Yeah, we're, we're happy. We, we're yeah, we happy. Get, we're not stressed out. I ain't under contract to nobody. So nobody's, you know, bossing me around telling me yep. what I can't do and what I can't do and what I can't say and what I can't say. So that's that's great, man, to be, you know, it's like being free. Yes. And, and, you know, and, and when we made this podcast, when we talked about this show, it was we wanted to do something different. We didn't want to do, you know, the bitch and moan and going after people and all that other fighting business. Right. We wanted to have fun, make it lighthearted, make it a quick, friendly show that you can pop into, have a good time, maybe get a smile and go back about your business. So. Well, and that's what it is with me. You know, my with my personal feelings, you know, I know guys that they certainly don't like me. So but I don't bitch about them. So I just don't even talk about them. It's like I tell yeah. you, hey. If I ain't got nothing good to say about you, I don't say nothing at all. So that's how I let you know I don't want to be part of your drama. Teddy, we are uh, needing to take a quick break, and we're going to come back because we have Ask Teddy coming up next. Stations. Keep looking. Oh, you're going too slow. Let me take the wheel. It's too fast. How could you even tell what's on? I can tell. Too late to be the 40s. Gotta go around the horn. Faster. I look for the giant chicken. Now it's trip after hours. Please welcome your host, Mac Davis. And WWE Hall of Famer, Kenny Long. Holler. Mac Davis, WWE Hall of Famer, Teddy Long, back with more Road Trip After Hours. All Teddy, right, here we, here we are. You ready for some uh, letters here? Uh, Well, no, I don't want to see about no letters. I'm ready okay, for let's some questions. I was just going about my business. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, re I'm ready for some questions. All right, let's get some questions in here. Letters. Oh, we get letters. We get your letters. 
letters. I love those letters. Let's find out what you've got to say. Oh boy! Mailman, mail today. Tally in Tallahassee asks, who were some of the biggest divas in wrestling, male or female? So I don't get I don't think they're talking about the divas that we usually think of in WWE. They're talking about those who maybe expect a little bit too much behind the scenes. Well, um, God rest her soul, but I think China was one of them. Was she really? Uh, she was a diva. Yeah, yeah. She expected a lot. Well, after she did the the spread for Playboy and everything, then I think uh, you know, in her mind, I guess her stock went up, so she yeah. wanted limousines, her uh, own dressing room, and stuff like that. Wow, you know what really? I mean? So. Yeah. She, she turned into a big diva. Um, Does Vince that, give into that kind of stuff? Does he actually provide that kind of stuff for those people? Well, I mean, it's according to who you are. If there's a if, if, that, if Vince sees a way that he's going to get his money back, then he'll invest that in you. But he ain't going to just be giving you no limousines and all this stuff, and and there's no no return. So you know, like I said, Vince was a smart man. He knows exactly what position to put you in, and he knows how to get his money back. Any other divas, male or female, you can think of? Any male uh, divas that were really bad that really just had to have everything handed to them? Oh, uh, God, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't not remember. Not that you can say. <laughs> not, none that I can say. I remember a lot of girls that were there, but they were always humble, you know, and they were nice, you know, and they were, you know, anything you ask them to do that they, they didn't have no problem doing it or nothing. So doing in my era, you know, all those girls were just happy to be there and glad to have a job, man, and glad to be getting a TV exposure and making a name for themselves. Oh, yeah. I mean, because you see what it does. I mean, Mandy Rose, you know, that exposure helped boost her to become a millionaire in one month. One right, month. exactly. Wow. So that's what you do. You you take advantage of uh, your position that you're yes. in, you know, because like I said, this business ain't promised to you. They'll they'll release you any day. You go home tonight with a job and get a call in the morning and tell you they don't need you no more. So you always have to prepare, you know, prepare yourself. I remember they used to say all the time back in the day is uh, save your money. And I never did understand that, you know, I just kind of used to got kind of laugh it off. But now I understand what they meant. Save your money because you could have a job today and you may not have one tomorrow. That was funny. When I was younger, you would always hear, man, I want to be a millionaire one day. A million dollars doesn't get you through life. It takes a lot more than that now. So, well, I don't know. I don't know, Mac. One, uh, one, one million, you're a millionaire. I mean, if you're a millionaire, if you can't make it off a million dollars, then something's wrong with you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd like somebody to give me a million dollars so I can try. <laughs> yeah, well, I tell you what, let me get a million. I guarantee you I can live happily the rest of my life. Yeah, but I understand, uh, I understand now about not spending my money foolishly and, and throwing it away like I did, you know, when I was younger and stuff back in the day, making money, didn't have a clue. Just just having a, just dropping the balloons, man, having that, a ball. That's why Teddy's so cheap. Yeah, well, I, that you better be. I, hey, look here. I learned the same thing. Trust me. <laughs> Bob Stevens wants to know if you were to come back to WWE to manage, who would you like to work with? Uh, wow. Mm, I don't know, man. I just. The Usos? Uh, good, great team. Great tag team, but I just don't think I'd fit in right there. Who do you think, though? There are some teams, and that's something that the Usos are having problems with. There's nobody for the Usos to really uh, face and challenge anymore. Who do you think well, needs some help? I'd like to come in and help the Street Profits. Yes, yes. 
yeah, those are the guys that I think would need 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 me for as my talking ability, correct? You know, for my mic skills, you know what I mean. And plus, I could help behind the scenes with with with, with my knowledge. So if I was going to come or come back, uh, the, I'd like to help the street profits. I could actually see that being a really good fix uh, right there. I think that's a good idea. Let's see. Uh, Curtis M. asked, who was the absolute craziest wrestler you ever came across? Heidenreich. Really? He was, as cra- he, was he as crazy as he came across on TV? He was crazy, yeah. Oh, damn. And, and, you know, behind the scenes. But, I mean, nice guy. Great guy. Don't get me wrong. But, brother, he was just a, just a nutcase. I remember one time me and him was riding together. Because, I mean, I liked him. Me and him talked and everything. He was a great guy. You know, you just don't go to sleep around him. So, so one time, <laughs> Michael Cole, don't go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, Michael Cole told me that I was on business plane one time, and Michael Cole told me said, "Don't go to sleep on this plane." So I'm telling you right now, the only way you go to sleep is Vince goes to sleep. So I always remember that. So anyway, but Heidenreich, we was in L.A. one time, we was riding together. So I get out to go in the gas station to pay for the gas. I come back to put gas in the car. I come back. I look at the car. All four doors of the car open. The car is wide open. My bag, everything is just sitting right there. Anybody could just walk in and get it. And I have no idea where he is. He's disappeared. So he opened up the, the entire car, emptied the contents of the car, and left. No, he didn't empty the contents. He left my bag, all the stuff in the car, left the car doors wide open. All four doors on the car were open. My bag is sitting right in the seat right there. Uh, The next thing I'm looking around, I'm I'm lucky enough, you know, we're in L.A., man. Don't take but a second to get your bags and stuff took. Oh, yeah. So I got to the car, seen all my stuff was there. Man, I was relieved there and shut the doors, but now I can't find Heidenreich. Don't know where he is. Don't know where he went or nothing. So all of a sudden, I'm sitting there. So I try to wait. I'm like, well, I don't want to leave him, but I don't know where to look for him. And all of a sudden, there he comes walking up the street. Did he say what he did? Or I mean, did he, he just acted like nothing happened? Didn't tell me anything. Just got right in the car and he said, hey, you ready to go? I said, well, I said, are you ready to go? <laughs> Teddy, I bet that was the last time you rode with him. Well, no, I think I have, I was stuck with him for the weekend. Uh, we was all we, I, he'd already hooked up with me, so I was stuck with him. But I kind of that kind of woke me up, you know, to kind of oh, yeah. watch stuff, you know, because he was kind of careless, you know, leaving the car doors open like that, and he left his own bags. His stuff was in the car too. Let's see who else do we have? We have um, Rozier. I'm looking at my time because we're we're going long here. Rozier in Dover writes. I want to buy my girlfriend a present for our first anniversary. Any suggestions? Yes, I th- I think she'd like to have a Tesla. <laughs> you heard it right here. Who is it? Rosier in Dover. We expect to hear back from you to make sure that you got her a Tesla for uh, your anniversary. And don't come back. Don't don't come back and talk about what you did. We want to see a picture of her with her in it. That's right. You get a picture at the dealership as the cars being and the keys are handed to her. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. One more here before we get gone. Becky T in New England writes, choose one. She has three groups of names and you can only choose one name of the two I give you. Does that make sense? I guess. <laughs> yeah. You don't make sense once I start. You have a choice between Hulk Hogan or Ric Flair. Hulk Hogan. Randy Savage or Sting? That's a Randy tough Savage. Randy Savage. The Rockers versus the Rock and Roll Express. Rock and Roll Express. 
Well, I, I actually kind of thought that uh, the Randy Savage and Sting one may have given you a little bit more of a harder time. That one, to me, uh, when I saw that, I was like, ooh, that's a, that's a tough one right there. Well, you know why I go back and why I picked Randy? Because me and Randy were real close before he ever became a big star. And, uh, you know, we go way back, man. Yeah. Before I even broke into business, I had a chance to ride with him and Dick Slater. So, you know, Randy was kind of close to me. And I never forget, he told me one time, he said, don't worry, brother. You're going to be okay up there. Oh, got to, this has got to do it like you. If he likes you, brother, you're going to be okay. And uh, <laughs> so he did like me. So I always remember that Randy told me that. Yeah, I met Randy in uh, Macon. We were at the Macon Coliseum, and there was a show going on there, and uh, he was doing some uh, pre-sale tickets maybe that I was there for or something, and he had Gorgeous George with him, who at that time uh, was this beautiful blonde uh, ballet that he went around with. And uh, he sat down at the table, and he was bitching and moaning because he couldn't get the hair color done right before he came down. He had been up there all morning long trying to get his hair color right. <laughs> and he was openly talking about it with people around. I was like, okay, well. <laughs> but he he was a pretty cool guy. I did, you know, he didn't come across as the uh, quite as the 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 nut job that you kind of think he might be at times. He was actually yeah. very friendly. Yeah, well, like I said, Randy was was all right. I was with him before all the stardom and everything. Road trip after hours merchandise. Where do you find it? ProWrestlingTees.com. If you want to get a shirt, which I don't have my shirt here, and I don't have one sitting right near me, Teddy's got You Got Block Player on his, which uh, we'll have available for you as well. But uh, go to ProWrestlingTees.com. Go to Road Trip After Hours, and you'll see a couple of uh, designs here that you can pick up uh, that will help Teddy and I along with uh, our podcast and the show just by supporting us by buying a T-shirt. But you can also support us by going down here and hitting that subscribe button. Right, Teddy? And we're going to have, uh, you know, some, you know, not only that can they get them at Pro Wrestling Tees, but we're going to have our own T-shirts, too, you know what I mean? Right. So they'll be able to not only go there, they'll be able to subscribe right on the show here and pick up a shirt from us. We can send it right to them. And don't forget, subscription is really important. If you watch this show, now if you're listening to us on the podcast, go to YouTube at Road Trip After Hours and subscribe right there because those are the subscriptions. Those people who subscribe on the YouTube channel will have a chance to win merchandise. And we have t-shirts, hats, patches, and some big items that we'll tell you about later on. But you got to subscribe to win. Teddy, right. I've enjoyed it, man. It's another great show for one-on-one. Not one-on-one. God, another great show for Road Trip After Hours. <laughs> and Please. we'll be back next week. Now you people understand about the Boom Boom Room. See, Matt stays in the Boom Boom Room 24-7. Now, he's got that cup there. It, it, what, what's on the outside of that cup is certainly not what's on the inside of that cup. So that's right. Yeah, there you go. Get you a nice sip. Yeah, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Matt Davis. That is WWE Hall of Famer Teddy Long. And this has been Road Trip After Hours. Holler! Holler, player. Holler, player.